Hey, super ghouls and ghosts, uh, Alyssa here. I just wanted to get out there with our uh, usual sort of disclaimer and let you know that because this is a show about Dracula, we're going to be exploring some themes that are sexual and themes that are violent and some pretty some pretty raunchy stuff, um, and that the two of us are prone to use of extremely foul language as well, so that if you're trying to listen to this in the car with your kids or your family or something, and... Um, you know, you're worried about that stuff, you might want to look for a more family-friendly show because ours is for sure R-rated today and also going forward. Thanks so much for joining us and enjoy the episode. Crawl to the dawn On my hands and knees God damn these vampires For what they've done to me Ah, the children of the night. What sweet music they make. Hey, we're back at you again uh, with another episode that we're actually uh, recording in the same night as the episode (laughs) that we recorded a couple hours ago, and we are fresh off um, a movie, and I can't... All right, let's rewind. (laughs) My name's Alyssa, and I'm very excited about this movie, and I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, and I'm Juniper. I'm super excited also about this movie. Like, we've been wanting to watch this for, like, for weeks. For weeks I've been psyched on this. So. Pretty much since the second that we started talking <laughs> about doing the show. And I had been kind of kicking around doing the show. I don't think I've talked about this before, but um, it was born for me out of this, like, I was trying to watch all 11 movies that Christopher Lee plays Dracula in, and I was, like, getting them from public libraries and, like, finding them on the internet, and and every time, um, you, you know, like, I would then just start, like, frantically messaging people that I know and stuff, being like, let me tell you about my interpretation of this one portrayal of Dracula versus this other one and how strongly I feel about this. And then, like, I was joking about doing a podcast, and then I realized that I knew someone who knows everything about vampires and would probably <laughs> be willing to talk about this with me. And then it, like, started becoming, like, a little bit more serious yeah yeah now here we are like (laughs) sitting in my office like recording a recording a show about Dracula so um so here we are and we're back and so pretty much since we started talking about doing this we've been talking about doing this movie so we just got done watching Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula um and for anyone who likes Dracula like you've probably seen this and if you haven't And you've ever been on the internet? Like, you've probably seen stills from it, I feel Mm -hmm. like. And if you've ever seen any kind of satire, like, later on of any kind of Dracula, like, the visual language of Gary Oldman as Dracula, like, has been there. Like, the white butt hair and the red (laughs) cape. And, like, it's all there. The creepy shadows moving. Yeah. Like, um... Oh, Dead and Loving It is, rips a lot. Yes, a yeah, lot. for sure. Like, so very much. strongly, very strongly from this movie, if you've seen that. Um, so, this movie, it's, okay, so I just want to get <laughs> right out in front of it and say that my whole thing with this movie, my whole thing with this movie is that I cannot appreciate it as a bad movie because it could have been the greatest movie of all time. And I can't appreciate it as a good movie because it's, too flawed so it's in this weird uncanny valley for me where it's almost my favorite movie that's ever been made it, it it's icarus on the waxest <laughs> ass wings like it flies so close to the sun 
and becomes so close to perfect, and then it just bursts into flames and crashes in a waxy heap of crayon mess to the ground. Yeah, the only consolation in all of that is that we're not the only ones. Like, pretty much everyone else on the internet is also like, why? Why? It could have been so good, and those things that are bad are just so bad. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a pretty universal feeling. So obviously, um, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, and one thing that's like unique about this movie is that it seems to make a very strong, like, good faith effort to follow the plot of the book, mm-hmm. like, pretty exactly, to yep. the point where there are, like, scenes where they, like, overdub quotes from the from the journals and stuff, and, like, watching it myself, like, I know, like, a lot of Dracula's dialogue and stuff was taken verbatim from the book, which doesn't happen super often in any of the interpretations. Um, so right out of the gate, I can say that about it. Let's talk about the cast. <laughs> okay, like let's the, start. Let's start. Elephant. Let's start good. Let's okay, start good okay, and work good. our way back. Okay, Gary Oldman is Dracula. Oh, yes. beautiful! Like a so masterstroke. Good. Anthony Hopkins as Van Helsing. Weird, but really good. If there's gonna be a, a weird stabby Van Helsing, like he he makes it work. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Overall, my problems with the character in general, like I really like his performance. Um, Tom Waits as Renfield. So good. Very beautiful. Not like, enough of it, but... Yes, there could have been a lot but more. But excellent. For sure, for sure. And I... You know I'm going to bring this up, but... Carrie Elwes as Arthur Holmwood. Like, yes, Daddy. Thank you. <laughs> like, I'm about it. The most dashing man on Earth with that perfect little mustache. He's, like, a little bit almost like the Easter egg in the cast. Like, you kind of for- forget that it's coming, and then he walks in, <laughs> like, the third of the suitors, and you're just like, oh, yes. And in that moment, you know she's going to pick him. Because yes. you see him walk in, and you're like, uh-huh. Yes. Like, yes, yes, though. Yes, though. And now let's talk about the bad part of the casting. Are we moving from, from moderately bad to worse, or just going to start at the let's, top? Let's just work our way down there. Let's climb down this ladder into the pool and just, like, dip our little toes in first. Okay, so... I would put the two other, Quincy and Seward, as... They're not... Yeah, they're kind they're, of forgettable. They're, they're neither good nor bad. Quincy's and, like, a Lucy little... is, like, a little bit below Lucy, that. Lucy, I feel like, it is, like, that, like, n- not Broadway level... Um, like theater, but just like that theater where you're like, oh, you're like a theater person, right? You're just like, why are you acting like that? Yeah. And uh, it's not, I'm sure she's appropriate in some places, but she just didn't fit. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Kind of forced and just not her, not her place. And then we have Winona Ryder (laughs) as Mina Murray. Later, Mina Harker. And, um, you know, I, when I was watching it this time through, I went into it the way that I usually go into it, which is, like, feeling like I really just don't like her performance. And, and based, like, pretty strongly on, like, they don't think she's a super great actress. And, like, her, um, like, her accent is really bad and inconsistent, which is, is, like, distracting, really distracting. But then, like, towards the end of it, when, like, she's getting dragged, I think I was just rooting for them so hard that I was just, like, eating it anyway. You know what I mean? Like She starts to grow, and you kind of... I forgot. I forgot that I hated her for a minute and was, like, in that movie. Because, like, I've seen her in some stuff, like, 
uh, recently, I thought she was really good. Like, I don't know if you Stranger was, Things. I was going to say. Stranger Things. She's she actually was really good. Like, I was surprised. I was like, oh, they got one on a writer there. And then, and then it was like, oh, whoa. I did the this, same thing. This totally works, I guess. Yeah, I found her performance, like, both believable and compelling in that, which I was, like, really surprised about. I was not expecting. She just needs to be hysterical, I guess. I think that's it. She plays, like, she wasn't super high-strung really well. Until she was hysterical. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I can I can see that. I can see that. So, so okay, so so she is, you know, mixed bag um, at best, but probably, I would say, a net negative for the movie. Mm-hmm. And then we have the role of Jonathan Harker, which is played by Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. <laughs> and uh, it's the worst. It is. It's very bad. Unanimously um, the worst. Yeah, Just. it's really bad. Um, so the worst part about what they did for this is not... Just casting him, because that's pretty bad. But making him do a British accent. It's goddamn criminal. It's the (laughs) worst thing. He's, like, in and out of it in the same sentence. And, like, there are some scenes where you're like, wait, is he trying to... No, that's just his regular boy. And then in the next scene, he's like, I saw a bloody wolf chasing. And it's just, like, it's cringely... It's, like, cringe-level bad. It's, like, not even just, like, oh, this isn't great acting in a movie. It's, like, you feel embarrassed for him for having been in this movie. Yep. And it's, like, oh, he just can't. And there's all these, like, shocking things that are supposed to be happening to him, and he's just, like, doing this blank-ass face. But his, it's his face. It's just yeah. it's what he does. Just. And it's so bad that it towards the end of the movie, you know, we'll get there, but, like, after he's been through all this shit, like... They just make his hair be white because he can't act like he's been through some stuff. And this is how they convey to you visually that this he is supposed to have been through some stuff at this point. Yeah. And it's the worst thing. It's just the worst. I think the one time he makes faces, like, they're so weird and dramatic that I was like, they're, like, injuring him off screen. Like, the parts of his body <laughs> yeah. you can't see yeah. are, are coming to harm at this moment. <laughs> because bad. it just doesn't even... Like, they're not normal human faces. No, no. It's mm. really bad. It's really, really bad. So that's... That's the casting and the good and bad. And the mm. casting, the bad casting is what ruins this movie. Like, yeah. because stylistically it's very weird but, like, very special. Like, it it's not like it. anything else. And it's really good. So let's start kind of from the top. So the beginning of this movie gets right out there with some kind of not canon stuff. So we were talking about this a little bit in our in our introductory app where... You know, it's more or less canon, at least heavily implied, that Dracula in the book is Vlad III, still Vladen, <laughs> Vlad's Revenge, the sequel to Vlad II, Electric Boogaloo. Um, so, so he is Vlad the Impaler, and they run with this. They take this and they run with it hard in, so in hard. this movie. So the beginning kind of... Starts out with um, some stuff that's not canon to the book, and 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 this movie sticks pretty canon to the book in general for yeah. the most part. But this is their hugest, I think, change to the story whole yeah. cloth. So but it makes it makes sense though. So it makes weird. sense, and I kind of like it. Like so, so basically, so they show you him. Dracula, way in the past, like in the 1400s when he would have been like doing his thing and, and stabbing, impaling, impaling, impaling people on. left and right. And, and so he is like about to go off 
and they establish that he's part of the Order of the Dragon, which is why he's Vlad Draculia, which Correct. He's Vlad Draculia because he's son of the dragon. His father was Vlad Dracul, which actually means of the dragon. Drac is dragon and Ul is the dragon. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So he's Vlad Draculia. He's the Order of the Dragon. He's going out to fight the Ottomans to defend Christianity against its... And they show him kissing this cross and it's this whole big thing. But see, to do this, he's going to leave his beautiful wife, Elizabetha who is, I should add, played by Winona Ryder. This is important. This is important for continuity. Um, So he's all like, I gotta go off to war. And she's all like, oh, my sweet prince. Oh, God, my sweet, beautiful prince. Also, why does she keep calling him prince? Because he's like the king, Well, I mean, yes and no. So he was the ruler of Wallachia, but, like, everything I found refers to him as Prince Vlad. Okay. I think it's like a thing. So, so there's like a there's a, a regional term. It's like voivoda or voivoda. It's something like that that I could not possibly hope to pronounce. But but they usually it's like anglicized as prince. It seems like, not an expert. Don't know what I'm talking about. But on Wikipedia and so forth, I have seen him referred to as Prince Vlad. Um. So she's all like bent out of shape about it, and he's like, I gotta go fight this war. And then okay, let's talk about his armor. First off. So badass. It's perfect. The costume design for this movie won an Academy Award that it deserved so hard. It's perfect. It's beautiful. It looks like exposed muscles. Like, if you've seen Attack on Titan, and you know what the colossal Titan looks like, it looks like that. It's, like, it's very, it just, it's got all these weird, like, fiber looking, like, like mm-hmm. muscle. It looks like exposed muscle. And there's this helmet that looks like if you skinned a wolf and put its head on. Like, it's so good. It's perfect. And uh, it's also, like, a red, red-orangey blood color. Like, n- not dried blood, but, like, fresh blood. Definitely not anything anyone in 1450-what-fucking-ever was wearing, but it's beautiful. It's probably not effective. And it's striking, and it's Perfect. So they're in this castle. He's in this gorgeous armor. She's in this awesome dress. And he's like, I gotta go. And so he goes. And then we see him fighting, but it's in this, like, really weird, like, animated style where it's like... Like there's shadow puppets. Shadow puppets, like, paper cuts in black, like, silhouettes in front of a, like, sunsetty, like, red-orange mm-hmm. background. And you see him, like, flailing swords around... Killing people. And it gets to the point where towards the, you see the kind of tide of this battle turning and you see these people impaled and he's impaling people and you see all these bodies on stakes as kind of these like shadow puppet like silhouettes. And then it cuts back to, to, to Gary Oldman as, as Vlad kind of once again, like kissing this huge cross and being like, by the grace of God, I am victorious. Then he has this moment where he's like, oh fuck my girlfriend. Oh yeah. Shit. Whoa. I got to get back. Yeah. I gotta get back. He just senses something. He literally just, goes like, Elizabeth. <laughs> and then like, looks off. And uh, so so then he hustles back and um, they, the narrator, who I will add, is Anthony Hopkins and you cannot hide that from me. No. I will sniff it out like a bloodhound. Excellent choice. It's awesome. perfect. It's very good. It's very good. Because if there's anything that movie needed, it's a little sprinkle of that. Just more. A just little more. more sprinkled over the top. So the narrator informs us that um, that uh, the enemy army did a dirty trick and they shot a letter through her 
window of the castle that said that uh, Vlad Dracula had been killed, and she believed it because she's a fucking bozo. This kind of stuff makes me so mad. So she <laughs> believes it. She gets this, like, shitty-ass crayon-written note that's like, your boyfriend's dead, and she's like, oh, shit! <laughs> and she throws herself out this castle window into the river. And it's a beautiful shot with the skirts. Yeah, flowing. Um... It's a beautiful shot. Um, but she's dumb. She's dumb as hell. Because, like, ten seconds later, he runs through the door. And, um, and the priests inform him that because she killed herself, she has no recompense from God. And this is when Vlad gets a little upset. He has a little... some feelings about this. Yeah. He has some feelings about this, and his feelings include yelling, I renounce God, as pretty much his first step. Which, like, zero to 60. So fast. I relate to it on a deep spiritual level. Because, like, sometimes I, like, go to the grocery store and I'm looking for that garlic bread that comes in the bag you can just put in the oven. Oh, but they yes. run out of it so they fast. Have this, they sell it, like, with no garlic. Why? Yes. Yeah. Why? So I, I announced God for that one. <laughs> yeah, so I get to the grocery store and the shelf is empty and I immediately scream to the heavens, I renounce God, and start knocking shelves over. So I relate to this. Yeah. So, so he immediately... He goes zero to 60. I renounce God. He starts yelling about how, you know, whatever. And he's wrecking this chapel. And he jams his sword into the heart of this huge stone cross. And blood flows out. And there's statues that are crying blood. And candles that the dripping wax is turning to blood. And he grabs this bowl. And he puts it under chalice. the... Chalice. Oh, Straight up communion oh, chalice. It's perfect. It's the most beautiful scene I've ever seen in my entire life. So he puts it under this river of blood in the cross. And he chugs it, and he says some shit that's all like, "The blood is life," and I'm, I, you know, I'm taking it as my. It's he, he's speaking in. A, I don't know exactly what language, but it's Slavic, and it's not the language which I speak natively. So I don't know, but there's subtitles, and he's saying all this stuff about how he's taking on this life as his, and like, oh, it's. If you didn't become a vampire like this, you half-assed it. That's all I have to say. Like, it's it's powerful. The scene ends... With, so there's all these priests, like, fucking, what am I watching? What am I watching? And the scene ends with him just, like, falling to his knees and screaming at the heavens for the only time in a movie that it hasn't seemed like a stupid thing to do <laughs> to me. It's very good. It's very, it's very dramatic. Very, like, a... Like, somebody walking into a chapel and freaking out, flailing a broadsword around and uh, and stabbing into some a stone cross. Like, it sounds like it could be really lame and ridiculous. But, I don't know, it just You it gotta works. trust us on this It one. works. It, it gets works. me hype. <laughs> just, it's really intense. You're really there in the moment. You're not like, oh, what is this? guy doing no one would do that no i feel it but feel because it. They're, they're they're like soulmates they're not just like oh it's my wifey whatever we're like yeah you know it was an arranged thing i don't know she's like i don't know with her con i don't know she's somewhere yeah no he he's feeling it and i heard a rumor and i don't know if this is true because i haven't bothered to do any research for this episode <laughs> at all like a single bit like i didn't even google the name of the movie um, which I usually at least bother to do, but this time I didn't. 
But I heard a rumor, like, a long time ago. Like, probably around when I saw this for the first time, so, like, more than ten years ago. Um, that, like, the big howling scream that he does at the end was actually dubbed in and that someone else did it. And the rumor that I heard was that Lux Interior of the Cramps did it. I have never bothered to confirm this. I heard you it, want it to be I true. heard it from someone once, and I was so happy that I accepted just, it into it. my heart as the unequivocal truth. Like, no one can tell me now that that isn't true, because it's just very good. It's very, very good. So I'm going to now repeat this rumor that I heard to you all and further disseminate it out into the world <laughs> as the God's honest truth. I heard it. It's true. No one can tell heard me Heard on the internet. I, gotta think, be I true. don't even think I heard it on the internet. But whoever's hearing this heard it on the internet. No, I heard it. I definitely heard it from like a human being that was like, oh, did you know? And I was like, that gets me so right. Um, <laughs> because, you, you know, I'm like, Grandma's Dracula, Lux Interior of the Cramps. Like, it's just the intersection of so many butts I want to touch, like, all at once. <laughs> you know? It's everything. It's everything. Okay, so. So this ends kind of the prologue. And then um, this is what's weird about this movie is that they launch into Renfield from here. When into we were, Renfield, I think. Mm-hmm. When we were just watching it, I was like, huh, because it's so strange. But they go right into Renfield from there. And he's, like, eating flies and, like, little bugs and shit. And, like, Seward's like, your diet, Mr. Renfield, and blah, blah, blah. But they go right into Renfield. I thought they jumped to Harker, because we were like, he just kept saying, yes, sir. And we were, like, dying laughing. Oh, it was, like, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. All right. He you was know saying. what it is? You know why I think this? Because, because he, he was no, because so he boring. was talking about Renfield. He was like, he was. oh, R.M. Renfield would, did a great job before you, and that's why I think it. So mm. they jump to that, and he's talking about Renfield. He's like, Renfield was really good. Hopefully you'll be good, too. And then you cut to Keanu Reeves, and he's like, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Of course, sir. Please, sir. I, yes. And it's like, it's so bad. It's. I feel like they almost uh, just took the same clip of him saying, yes, sir, and played it like three times. Mm, and that was the conversation. My body is decomposing, reliving it mentally. My spirit is escaping through the gaps in my decomposing body right now. Yeah, okay, so so yeah. So we get the um, Jonathan Harker is being sent to Transylvania to get some paperwork signed by the eccentric Count Dracula. So this is, uh, you know, absolutely 100% right from the book. And from here they go into him um, on the train Mm. to the east. Um, And they quote right from his diary, right from the book, in a bad voiceover in a bad British accent by Keanu being like, I have traveled through Budapest, and he says Budapest, and it makes me fucking die. It makes my cringe muscles, like, my cringe muscles are aching from hearing him say Budapest. I hate It's like it. a really bad ASMR, like, I'm, like, internally cringing in so many ways every time you do that. I don't, Ugh. it's like, ugh, God. So we won't probably dwell too, too much on the plot of this. Like, we'll go over it kind of vaguely, but it's dang close to the book, minus some changes that they make here and there, which we'll talk about. Um, but this is not one of them. He gets out to Transylvania, and, like, uh, Dracula's dialogue when he gets there is, like... So good. If not verbatim, like, very close to what he says in the book. And just delivered so good. So, like, 
at all. Just like, he's perfect. He's grow really a beard. perfect. Grow oh, a beard. so the very beginning, he delivers the "I am Dracula" line in a way that's not funny at all. Like Keanu's bad. He's like, yeah. he's like, are you Count Dracula? And he's like, I am Dracula. And you're like, yes, yeah! yes, like, you are. Yeah! Yes, like, and and who's <laughs> an idiot for showing up at a castle and not knowing who lives there? Yeah, and he's not, but he's not like. I am Dracula. (laughs) I am Dracula. No, it's like, it's very good. It's very good. And so he's really good. He's super weird. This is when you, like, visually put eyes on weird old Dracula. And he's, like, pale, 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 and the same color as his hair, which is this weird, huge butt, like, halfway (laughs) off his head, but also a braid that hangs almost to the floor in the back. And he's wearing, like, (laughs) the red... Amazing bathrobe. It's just this incredible bathrobe. It's like a smoking jacket, but, but it also long, has a train. And it has a train that's like eight ten feet. feet. That just eight drags feet. on just, the ground behind him. Yeah. And it's red and has these dragons embroidered mm-hmm. on the front, and it's just beautiful. And so he is weird looking as hell. And he's wearing like cream colored under it. It's like the same color as his skin, the same color as his hair, and he's got these long nails. And it's like it is a lot of look. It is. Just tons. tons it's a lot of look. So they kind of go and they show him signing paperwork with Harker and him, like, welcoming him to his home and doing all of that stuff that he does and it's and it's Dracula stuff. And um, I feel like we cut here to someone else, but I can't be sure because I'm kind of grouping all of the, like, Harker Dracula scenes together in my mind. We might cut to Lucy at that point. Because we cut to Lucy before we see the brides, or sisters, whatever yeah, they're going to call them. Yeah, but is the shaving scene before this or after this? Before. Okay, so... We're, in, we're still in shaving. Can we talk about the shaving scene? Okay. Let's talk about so this. So, Harker has clearly been at Dracula's castle for, like, a few days at this point, so he needs to shave. So he's looking in this mirror that he has kind of balanced on a table, and he's and he's shaving with a straight razor, because this is old times. And Dracula comes in, and he, like, with a Dracula-ass glance, like, shatters this mirror and then says that vanity is a sin. Long pause. Maybe you should grow a beard. <laughs> and it's, like, it's... But it's, like, I can't even even it's, possibly do it. It's so... Just delivered so perfectly. And, like, you, I, you're kind of like, wait, did he just say perhaps you should grow a beard? Yeah. Like... Wait, did, it's very. And like, it's almost funny. It's very snide. It's, I feel like yeah, in a way totally that you don't expect sm- weird old Dracula to be. Yeah, and and so it comes off as like he kind of just like yeah, Harker. Yeah, maybe she grow a beard. Hmm. It's like it's very good, but this has okay. So I always describe this as the scene when I knew that Gary Oldman was going to be my perfect Dracula because like, so, uh, Sans Mirror Harker cuts his neck. Um, shaving a little bit, and and Dracula takes the razor from him and then kind of, like, distracts him a little bit while he turns behind Harker's back and licks the blood off this razor in the most open-mouthed, mouth-breathery way. And if you're going to hate the disgusting sounds I'm about to make, I'm just warning you right now that if this is a thing that really bugs you, you're going to hate this. But he's like... (laughs) And he just, like, does this, like, mouth-breathing, like, like... I think I've only seen that kind of face in, like, gay porn. Yes! Like... Yes! It's so intense. I've been trying to think of a way to say that without, like... But yes, I'm just gonna jump there. It's very intense. He's, like... It's very... 
very homoerotic. And and I the way I described it earlier is that the, the performance is so compelling that you believe that Gary Oldman, the flesh and blood man playing this role, has an erection when he does this scene. Like, it's that, like, like he's really into it and he's really mouth-breathy about it. So he, like, licks this little bit of blood off the razor and then he kind of, like... Really gets up in Harker's so business close. when he shit. No so- personal boundaries at all. He's like pushing his chin back and and touching up his uh, Harker's so shave yeah, job. He's, he's like, like shaving, shaving him the rest a little. Of his face. Very intimate with his neck all exposed. And his face is like from behind. Like he's reaching around. He's yeah. doing a reach around on him. His face is like inch from Harker's face, and he's just like, like he is spooning him. <laughs> he is just. It's one of those like dominance hugs. Where yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's good. That's actually really good. Uh, and it's ah, oh, what a scene! Like it is. this it's... fucking movie. It makes me so mad because if someone confident who was capable of looking uneasy played that role, imagine how good it would be. Like imagine the per- impact. Instead, you just have like a. You can kind of project uneasy because it's just. Wooden? Such an uneasy scene that just, you would assume. Yeah, the, the the wooden blank stare is just of shock and confusion and not knowing what to do with yourself because Draculia is like shaving up on you and all in your space. Then no, he's got Keanu. a razor to your neck in a bizarrely sexual gesture. <laughs> I said you're just Keanu and you're like just staring into space. Yeah, yeah. Just, but imagine if it was someone who was capable of being like. You're just making the most like, disgusted yeah. and uneasy faces. Yeah, it would be really good. Like, it's already really good despite yeah. Keanu. Like, imagine how good it would be with someone, like, alive. Like, <laughs> not made of cardboard. Oh, my God. But, okay, so I think this is probably, we probably get some Lucy at this point, right? Yeah, I think we get a little bit, a little Mina with a little letter being like, oh, I miss my Jonathan Harker. And then Lucy bursts in all full of, oh. <laughs> Mina's typing because she types all yes. her stuff because she's a good yes. schoolmistress. So and then she like opens letter. a book of like Arabian <laughs> Nights mixed with Kama Sutra. Yeah, because I, like, I'm like, I don't think that's what happens in Arabian Nights. I definitely read it back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a book with the cover that says Arabian Nights, but when you flip it open, it's got Kama Sutra illustrations. Yeah, it falls open, and there's, like, an old, like, Indian-style, like, drawing of two people banging in a really improbable position. And she's like, <laughs> and puts it away. And uh, she goes back to typing her little letter to Jonathan on a typewriter, and uh, Lucy comes in, and she's like, Oh, Mina, you're always working. And then she's all like, she's all like, I just I'm so dedicated to Jonathan. And then she knocks the book off the shelf. <laughs> and it flips open to the banging. Because every page is banging. Well, no. It's because that page, the spine is broken. Because uh. she's opened it so many... Fu- I'm projecting here. I think it's Lucy's book, though. Oh, actually, well, then the spine is definitely broken <laughs> on that page, right? And then Because so they look at other pages, too, and they're like, yeah. Oh, is that even possible? Yeah. So so Lucy's all like, oh, I see that you are working. <laughs> you know? And then they're joking and looking at, 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 at sexy stuff. And Lucy kind of acts like she's really, like, out there. She's like, oh, I did that last night. And you're like, my goodness, Lucy. And she's like, in a dream. And you're like, okay, so you, 
you're a loose woman, but not a terrible woman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you get the impression that she's a little racy. Like, this is meant to display to you that she's, like, a little racy, but she's not... A trollop. Yes. That's straight-up trollop. Right. Right. So, I think this is just too forward. Yeah, a bit forward and, and maybe, like, a bit impure in spirit, if not indeed. So, I think this is probably when they introduce the suitors is right after this, right? Yeah, like, next scene, they're all, I don't know, in ball gowns for lunch yeah, or tea. Yeah, for whatever reason. Whatever. You know, when you get in ball gowns do. in the daytime, like, I don't know. <laughs> but they're all in this room, and, and one by one, you know, you get... Lucy, and then... Um, oh, because they, that's what they're having a conversation about, how um, Lucy knows how to talk to men, and she's like, watch this, and she goes over to Quincy, yes. and so, gets so, real close to so him. So Quincy comes in, so Quincy is in this movie. I want to make very clear, <laughs> he is in this movie. So Quincy Morris, Texan suitor, is in this movie, 100%. Mm-hmm. So... Very close standing, inappropriate for the times, and she says something like, it's so big, can I hold it? And he's all like, stupid-eyed grin, and she pulls up this giant bully knife, because he's a Texan, of course. And it's a cool dick joke, and we all love it. And it was quite funny. And then next comes in... Seward, this is so good. Well, well, Quincy is still a little like... Flustered, and they're still like very close. And he's going, "Well, Miss well, Lucy," <laughs> this, like, which is most of his lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sora comes in, trips over the bear head rug, and so Lucy, yeah, it just well, blah 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 on the floor. Um, Lu- Lucy just drops Quincy, and is like, "Oh, my poor doctor! Oh, come here!" And like puts him on the couch and whatever, and then. Oh, your God. favorite. In walks through the door the most perfect specimen Just in, like, of man. Just insanely, da- like, no one could open a door He's more dashingly. I don't, perfect. Like, just dashing is into good. the room. Dashing's really good. Just. So Carrie Elwes as Lord oh. Arthur Homewood comes yes. through the door, and he's just beautiful. Just if you've never it, really. seen. Um, if you've never seen The Princess Bride, like, I find I'm that sorry. pretty hard to believe because it's, like, a staple of our culture. But if you want to see, like, the truest example of, like, one of those characters where, like, as a person who kind of occupies the space in, in my my brain and also in culture that I do, like, I can't decide if I want to be him or I want to be with him. And it's, like, very complicated because he's, like, just... Perfect. And part of me wants to have that mustache and wear that little mask and have that sword. But part of me wants to be the princess. It's just like, <laughs> you know, like I just can't. I can't, you for, know. For him specifically, I'm more on the being than the, yeah, the princess sure. side. Yeah. Some people are more on the princessing side. You know me. I don't usually fall in the princess. Like, no, I, that's, that's not a, my. Uh, uh, Big vote to his dashingness. Yeah, yeah, it that, is. It is. Because, like, this is even anywhere near the because princess Because normally face. if someone tried to pick me up off the ground and put me on a horse, I would kick them in the nards yeah, and you I would, would go, take their sword. Oh, you would go all, <laughs> all mean at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. But, um, but Impotent anyway. rage, I think. Yes. You would be an embodiment because of impotent rage. Because my physical form is small. <laughs> I will admit this. I am not a big person. 
but I want to punch so right, and I just know I never will be able to. Okay, we're digressing, but, but, Carrie Elwes is just the specimen of the dashing-ass gentleman, like, not a hair out of place, just perfect. And so he walks in, and he's like, I'm the Lord of England. He doesn't actually say anything, I don't think. But Lucy think. immediately runs over and is like, oh, Arthur, and just drops Quincy, drops Seward. It's like, you know, so like she does. So then she ends up with this group of three men all standing around her, kind of like... Worshipping her, you know. Like you do. And, um, and, and, and so Mina is like... You get her, like, inner monologue or diary or something at this point where she's like, Lucy does know how to talk to men, and I wish that I had some of her charm and that men flocked to me the way they did to her. So she expresses a little jealousy, and then you get this weird overcut of a Dracula's face. (laughs) Someone does. Someone does. Super (laughs) weird. It's very weird. There's so many, like, stylistic decisions in, like, the sound and, like, the visuals of this movie that are just so weird. It is weird. It's got, like, almost throwback kind of, like, vintage-y, but then... Like, it's it's weird. And, like, the sound design is really odd. Like, almost any time Dracula is talking, you almost don't notice it, but there's, like, people yelling and screaming in the distance, just, like, faintly in the soundtrack and stuff. And it's things like that that are, like, kind of in the back and you don't notice, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, is someone screaming? And then I realize they're just playing these weird sounds every time he starts talking. And it's, like, really very, like, a lot of strange stuff like that. It's, like, very surreal. Like, there's a lot of, like, people's faces imposed over other things, imposed over other things, like... That's with the eyeball. Anything that's a circular... We can pop an eyeball in there. (laughs) We'll just stick an eyeball. Um, What is the scene where there's, like, the Dracula eyes in the sky? And it's like, oh, I think it's... When they're chasing him or when he's escaping? The, The two puncture wounds at one point become the eyes. That's one. <laughs> of the wolf eyes and they're like yes. glowing green. Yes, that is one that I do remember. Um so okay, so okay so so we get the suitors we must meet Renfield at this point. Maybe? I feel like Renfield I wanted I kept expecting I kept him because I was I I knew he's there. I knew he's great. And I feel like it took forever to get around to him because it wasn't until we kind of have Seward established. Right. And then... No, you're right. um, It's soon. It's soon around this part. We can just... Renfield's played by Tom Waits, and he's perfect. He's wearing a one-piece, like, union suit, like, Long John's footy pajama thing (laughs) with a a suit jacket over it, and these, like, little spectacles, and these weird metal articulated... I have no idea what they're like little things? fingertips. Like if you just stuck thimbles on each one of your fingertips, right? And but then also wires, like articulated go. wires. That like it's very strange. And he's wearing these, and he's eating these bugs off a little tray and saying things to them about the master. And Seward comes in and kind of talks to him a little bit, and uh, and he's like, "How how you doing, Renfield?" And he's like. Better than you, my lovesick doctor. You know, because he's all Tom Waits and he's perfect. Yeah. And uh, and and Seward's kind of like, oh, what do you care about my life? And he's like, I care about all life. You know, because he's like doing his fucking perfect ass perfect thing. 
And you kind of get that he's, like, uh, his weird scheme is that he's, like, feeding flies to spiders and spiders to rats and rats to cats. And so Seward kind of tempts him a little bit, being like, what if we got you a kitten? And he's like... Oh, 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 you know, like, <laughs> it's like, my throat hurts now. <laughs> it's really good, though. Tom Waits is really good as Renfield. Like, very, very good. Like, he plays it, like, so sincerely. I feel like with a level of madman sincerity that, like, is very... You can muster. Yeah, for of... sure. Like, you can believe that, that he means it. Yeah, it's really good. It's very good. Um, yeah, the first time you see Renfield, I think that's just it. Oh, that's also when you realize Seward has a morphine problem. No, it isn't, though, because I realized this when we were watching it. He doesn't until after Lucy accepts Homewood. Oh, okay. And I made, like, mental note where I was like, this is the first time we... So, it's not unreasonable to connect the two. Because you don't see... So, I, I specifically paid attention because of the time when we were recording before when I was like... Is Seward's morphine addiction canon, or is that in the movie only? Um, but yeah, so it's not. It's not. Um, but I don't remember what happens right after any of this. Do we go back to Transylvania? Maybe that's when the, the sisters happen? Yeah, it could be. So, assuming that we go back that's to... That's a little... I think that's when the, the small interaction with the sisters happens. And the hissing and the yelling. Well, you call it small, but... It's well, smaller than what happens later. But it's big as hell, isn't it? <laughs> are we talking about the same scene? I, I'm sure we are, because I'm laughing at you. I'm just picturing the the head coming up from the sheets when you Yeah, so we're talking about the same scene. Okay, so cut back to Transylvania. Um, There's a weird scene with... um with Dracula at some point before this it doesn't really matter where he's like don't wander around the castle by yourself and and this might be the same time when he sees the cross and he's like this is in England things are different here don't place your faith in these petty charms yeah it was a whole kind of weird thing it was like uh, I wouldn't it was he's coming to Harker's room to pick up the three letters he's asked him to write right, to his okay. job his friend his family and to Mina saying I'm gonna stay here a month Kay I'm, I'm fine I'm just here for a month <laughs> no reason. No big deal. It's fine. fine. Um, so I think Harker finally gets it through his wooden skull that I'm kind of a prisoner here. This might not be a good thing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... So it's like the so the cross thing happens then, and he's like, give me those letters, and don't wander around the castle. And so he does wander around the castle. Of course. Immediately. What do you do? And, <laughs> and tells he you walks into this room that has like um, like fabric on the ceiling and like sheets on the floor and like blankets and it looks like this just like big kind of like weird tent room and he walks in there and one thing leads to another and he gets kind of bowled over by shock and he's sitting there splayed out, spread eagle on these sheets and then suddenly the sheet between his legs, it's just like, pop up! And then there's this, like, lady's head right in there, right in the zone, right in the zone. And he makes this face. And this is the first time that I have regretted that we're doing podcast audio and not video because I want to try to recreate the face for you that Keanu Reeves's like, wooden-ass acting allows him to make at this point. But if you've ever seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and you know the part where he's like, 
Whoa. Which is every part? That's the face <laughs> that he makes. That's the face. It's very bad. Yes. It's very bad. And then a vampire orgy happens. Yes. There's, there's excessive male n- nipple licking. A lot of like nipple licking. Like a like lot. Like male nipples being licked in your... Like, like a n- lot? What? Like they get in on Keanu's... In on Keanu's <laughs> nips. Like in Extreme on their... Work them. Work them. They're like in there. It's very weird. It's another one of those decisions where you're watching it and you're like... Someone was like, more, more, more of that. <laughs> you know? Like, this is for the ladies in the audience, right? This is what they want to see. They're going to love this. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, um, you know what, what should happen? I know these three vampire ladies are going to maybe try to eat him. How about they make out with each other some? Yes, and there is some of that. There's every, Which, yeah. Great. Okay, sure. Sure, what? have fun. Fine. Okay. Whatever. So there's this, like, vampire Keanu orgy happening, and he looks like, you can't tell whether he loves it or hates it because he's so bad at acting. It's one or the other. You don't even get conflicted because he's physically feeling it, but emotionally having trouble with it. No, you just, he's not conveying enough of anything. Yeah, you don't know, you don't know what's going on with him. Yeah, no. But then Dracula comes in, and he he I should say he glides in. He does. He 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 straight up glides when he's in serious business, old Drac form. Yeah, just all the robes, giant robe, and they just put him on a trolley and like push him around. And he's... and he glides in, and mm-hmm. he's like not happy, and he yells a bunch of stuff. In in, forgive me. Is Romanian a language? I hope Trans- it is. we'll just call it Transylvania. We'll just call it Transylvania. So he's speaking it, it Transylvanian. And it could be fake. It could be movie fake. It's Eastern European of some extraction sounding. Like they put those sounds in there. So anyway, he's speaking Transylvanian and he comes in and he's like, Get the fuck off of my boy. Thank you. And then all the ladies are like, Oh, aren't you going to let us have anything? And he throws them a baby to eat, and it's crying. And this is when Keanu tries to make a face. <laughs> he tries. <laughs> this is the part where I mentioned earlier, where off screen he's being maimed to get he a reaction. He contorts his face. Like, he goes zero to 60 in the facial expression department so fast <laughs> that it's, like, unrealistic. And then he's just like, <laughs> Like, it's like, so weird. Imagine you're like, oh. Being eviscerated, yeah, maybe it's like, you're just all of your intestines are falling out, and the kind of face you would make, and it's weird. Or the he's kind of face no face a five year old would make if you told them to make a face yes. that they would make when that happens, right? So it's just comical. Yeah, it's it's wrong. Weird. It's very bad. Yeah. So, so that happens. I'm trying to think what happens. So, so probably that's when like. That's, and right after that is when he sees Drac crawling down the wall, right? Yep. So then we get the scene of Drac crawling down the wall. Um, and then I think we're back to Lucy telling Mina that she said yes to Arthur Holmwood. Mm. Um, and Mina's really worried about Jonathan because she had gotten this letter saying that he was going to stay for a month and then nothing. And she was kind of freaked out. Um, and then... And then Lucy starts getting dragged. The boat. The boat. Talk yep. about the boat. 
And uh, one thing, I didn't kind of think of this till the end, but now that I'm thinking about it, so they, he ships all the 50 um, crates of earth and their cubes. They're like five foot by five foot cubes. <laughs> yeah. Of yeah. cubes of earth. Which is cool. It's very visually pleasing to it's see them all stacked up. It's visually pleasing and it's really spatially efficient. It is. And then they show Drac inside of one. It's just like a head sticking out of some dirt. And, and you you're just like, have to picture his whole body like... What are you crinkled up in there? When I was a kid, my, my childhood career ambition was to be a magician's lovely assistant. Mm-hmm. And and to do that, you know, like, if you think about the trick where, like, the woman gets sawed in half, of course it's really two women kind of crunched up in these short-ass boxes. And so I used to practice these things. I used to get in cabinets in the trunk of my brother's car and, like, uh, you know, these kind of things. I used to wear long gloves and gesture at things as, as practice for my future career. And so I can only imagine him, like me, at six years old, rehearsing for my lovely assistantship, like in this cube-shaped box with his knees, like <laughs> up at his ears, like very good, very good. Um, yeah, so he's on the boat, and it's the same as a book, basically. Although he is in like weird beast form when he kills all the guys on the boat, and there is a really good scene of just like a bucket of blood splattering on the sail. sail. <laughs> yeah. Very wasteful. Yeah. Super wasteful. Um, so then he arrives in London. In the suave Victorian glory. Yes, so and good. so this must be, so the, Lucy starts getting got, mm-hmm. and... Um, I think Lucy gets crazy got. Totally be- got before, before Mina and him and Jura. Okay, so... Yeah. so the first thing he does is like get off the boat and like sniff her out. Mm-hmm. And, and Lucy, this is. Yeah, sniff Lucy out and... I don't know, with some vamp tricks called her outside. It's like, yeah, okay, so he starts getting on Lucy, and um, that's she starts, like, wasting away a la the book. Mm-hmm. And that's when Van Helsing gets called in by Seward, who was taught by Van Helsing. I think it takes a while for Van Helsing to get there. But he is like, oh, I called my... Because, like, mm-hmm. Homewood is like, what's wrong with her, Jack? And he's like, I don't know, I called my bro to come <laughs> look, because I don't know. Um, and there's a really good scene where Arthur Homewood is like, three days ago he wanted to marry her and now he wants to have her committed. Oh, all right. He's like taking shots, taking shots, you know? Um, but they're all bros. Right before that he was out riding with Quincy, just mm-hmm. like hanging Him out. Him and Quince. Chilling. Bros. Totally cool. So, does Mina meet him before Van Helsing gets there? Okay, so then this must be around when Mina meets um, meets Dracula out and about in London. She's just like out and about running errands in this like green shopping with this little top hat so on, cute. little top hat on, this green ass outfit, and like um, young Dracula. This is when we see young Dracula. Oh, His look is like dreamboat. Oh, there's like a little bit of Ozzy Osbourne in the glasses. I try to, like, block that part out. I really don't like that. You can't disagree with me. I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying that I, I hate it too, don't like but it other than that, so okay, so much. He's perfect. So he's in dove gray, and he has this, like, suit, and he's got this cravat, and he's got this hat. A dragon pin. A little dragon pin at the neck on the cravat, and he has the, and he has the well-manicured beard, and he has the long-ass, like, 
glossy, perfect hair, and these little round glasses are tinted blue for some reason. But he's just in, like, this vision in dove gray. He's just perfect. And so he walks up to Mina, and they have this little back and forth where he's like, he's like, I'm looking for directions. Because he sees her and is like, fuck, 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 that's my dead-ass girlfriend. Like, well, he saw her before. He saw the picture, right? So he's been looking for her, but he sees her and he's like, that's her, dang it, I gotta get on that. So he's, like, doing this thing where he's like, look at me, come on. And he's Some trying to use his worst. hypnotic powers. It, is he, though? Cause I don't know. If he was trying to work. do hypnotic, it, it was... Because he gets blown off, and then yeah. he makes her mad. So he goes up to her and is like, I'm looking for directions. And she's like, you can purchase the street atlas for sixpence. I'm a married woman. And basically plays all this. And then he's like, I'm sorry, I pissed you off. And she's like, you know what? Nah, I've been a dick. And then they go to the movies. Yep. Until like, what is that movie even? Okay, so I don't think that's the movie they were watching. So I think what was happening, it was like a big exposition of like movie technology. So I think the one they were watching, like I think there was a lot of different little rooms. Mm Mm-hmm. But they might have been watching porno is where we're going. <laughs> Basically. They might have been watching Victorian porno and we're not 100% sure either way. But they they go to see the cinematograph. And, and when Mina originally tells him off, she's like, if you want culture, visit a museum because cinema is trash. And, like, I don't disagree. But uh, <laughs> um, so they end up going to the movies and she's, like, so obviously feeling it. It's just it so obviously feeling it. And then they have kind of like this... This weird thing. He gets a little grabby. He gets aggressive. Yeah, he yeah. gets aggressive and she's like... Well, no. He's like trying to like kiss up on her and she's like, stop it, stop it, stop it. No, stop it. And he kind of backs off a little bit and then... And he, then he's like, you know what would make this cool? And then, I got a wolf but then you see her face and you're like, huh? Really though? Really though? <laughs> um, yeah, so he gets a little aggressive and she kind of pushes him off. And But to his credit... He backs off. And then there's, like, um, the wolf that escaped from the zoo. Just shows up. Just, like, runs through this, like, exhibition hall. And everyone's screaming. And at first Mina's screaming. And then uh, Dracula just looks the wolf in the face and is like, come here and fucking wingman me. (laughs) (laughs) But in Transylvanian. Yeah, and the wolf does. The wolf trots over and he's like, check it out. Pet this boy. He Mm -hmm. love you. And Mina is like, like anybody else when someone offers them a beautiful dog and is like, he loves you. Touch his his ears. Touch his fur. Like you're like, oh, yes, I love you and I love this dog. And that, it works on her too. And he says something really good where he's like, there is much to be learned from beasts. And you're like, oh, yes, <laughs> yes, daddy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so she meets with Dracula and she's wicked into it. And we kind of, so the point I made at the beginning about the dead girlfriend from the beginning being played by Winona Ryder is that we kind of get this impression that she's like some, the reincarnation of his dead girlfriend, which is this important motif that comes up. Or at least he believes that. He believes that. And you you kind of you get a sense for it later when she's talking about stuff that mm-hmm. she shouldn't know anything about, basically. Um, but also, like you got hip- hypnotizing Dracula boyfriends sticking ideas in your head. True. So. I'm just rooting for them so hard that I believe I, it a hundred percent. I want her to push Jonathan Harker off a cliff and run away with Dracula and become cool vampire team forever. Yeah, I'm with you on it. That's the movie I want. That's the romance I want. Okay, so we're so far in on time and so far behind on what what we were trying to talk about. Um, but uh, so 
So she meets Dracula, and she's wicked into it. She's loving it. She's all about it. And she, like, writes in her diary about how she's feeling really conflicted and confused. And when she was younger, she didn't feel this confused. And they show another scene where she, like, goes to dinner with him. Drinking absinthe. They're drinking absinthe, and she's, like, very seductively sucking on a sugar cube. and Strangely seductively. Yeah, and and he's talking about his, like, his old country, and she's, like, talking about how beautiful it is and how there's these flowers and whatever, and he's like, you talk about it like you've seen it, and she's like, you're just, your voice is so familiar, maybe I know you from somewhere. And um, she's, like, wicked into it. But then she gets a letter from... Mr. Cardboard. Mr. Cardboard, who has turned up at a uh, convent Convent. in Romania, and he's fine, and he's like, come out here and we'll get married right away, and she writes a note to Dracula being like, my husband turned up, my fiancé turned up, I'm going right now to marry him, I can never see you again. And then they show Dracula, like, just howling and turning into beast man. Half beast. And blowing all all these candles out. Yep. Before uh, this, I think... Is when Lucy and Mina in the garden. Oh, that that happens, like at the beginning when he first shows up. Yeah, I sh- think we should touch on what a weird scene that is. Lucy that w- has sex with a wolf man, and it's very <laughs> explicit. It is. So when Lucy's getting dragged earlier, I should have mentioned this in more detail. But there's this scene where her and Mina are running through the garden in the rain and kissing each other for some reason, and then Dracula shows up as a werewolf man, and then they cut, and Mina's like looking confused and running around, being like Lucy, Lucy, and then when she finds her, she's just like. Fucking Dracula on a bench, fucking raw dogging a half wolf beast man, and it is explicit. Yep. And then Dracula takes off, and she runs over to Lucy and is like, "Lucy, what's going on?" So, um, when Mina gets the letter from Jonathan, takes off. That's right after that. Lucy gets dragged to death. Yes. She gets to dragged death. to death. So she. To um, death. So, like, uh, Van Helsing's there at that point, and he's watching over her, like, with the garlic flowers and what have you, but Dracula still gets in because she's always tearing him off and shit. And um, Homewood's, like, sitting by her bedside, and he passes out, and Dracula gets in. And she gets out? I think he gets in. Yeah. Um, And she gets dragged to death anyway, and that's, um, after that is the the quintessential scene where she has that huge, (laughs) she's dead, and they bury her in this huge Elizabethan collar that's, like, Four fucking feet wide, and she's got this, like, pearl band around her neck and this turban, and she's buried, and um, Van Helsing convinces the boy army to go with him and and go in there, and they find that her coffin is empty now, and, um, you know, they find her and they stake her. He makes Homewood do it, which I think is a little cruel, if you ask me. Yeah, he needs to man up. But he puts the stake in his hand and he's like, a moment's courage, yeah! You know? And you're like, "Uh, this is very good. Oh, before that was one of my best, my favorite uh, Van Helsing things where they were. Quincy is questioning this whole thing. And for some reason, like, they're getting, Quincy's standing watch outside. Um, Holmwood is inside. This is the night that uh, Lucy goes and... uh, He's talking about how she she's a willing participant now. Now she she I think he calls her like the devil's whore as he pretends to hump his leg. Like Anthony Hopkins. She's the devil's concubine! <laughs> I've been waiting I was waiting to do this because I love it so much. Yeah. I like I don't know. Just, before Anthony that, Hopkins. I think 
think he's like he's like he's like oh she was a she's the devil's bitch and then he does this weird yell where he's like she is the devil's concubine and it's like it's so good it's so good and he's all like fucking fired up yeah but then he has to go eat dinner yeah and then he's like we have to go but not on an empty stomach (laughs) um so then we see um mina and jonathan get married in romania at the Mm -hmm. convent and it's, you're bummed out. I'm bummed out. I'm bummed out. And it's intercut with scenes of Dracula being fucking pissed off. And, like, I get Rightfully it. Rightfully so. I get it. Who, who pieces out on Gary Oldman as Dracula to return to Keanu Reeves as Jonathan Harker? Girl! Girl! Somebody! I'm Z-shaped snapping motion <laughs> because of how I feel about this. You had that passion, girl. You can't pretend that you and Harker have anything no, like nothing that. Nothing like that. Harker's not going to cross oceans of time. Oh my you. god, that line. So good. That line and the way he delivers it, like you feel it. Ugh. Oh, it's so good. So Dracula's really upset. They're getting married. Um, and then they come back. Mm-hmm. And Van Helsing kind of catches them up to speed on what's happening. Um, with, like, oh, it's intercut with the scene of them beheading <laughs> Lucy. Yes, yeah, so they're beheading Lucy. Best cutscene ever. The... This, like, head flies off, and then there's this plate of a head sized roast beef or something. It's, like, really bloody, it's really roast raw. Beef. He's just, like, hacking into it. And then putting slices of it on their plate. And then Mina's like, but she. Was she in pain? Did she suffer? And he's like, yeah, she was in great pain. And then we cut off her head and we drove a stake through her heart, yeah? And everyone's like, ooh, because he's such a fucking ghoul about it. But um, he catches them up to speed on kind of what's been going on in their absence vis-a-vis the devil's concubine. (laughs) And um, this is when they, like, really organize their effort. And Mina writes in her diary that she wants to see Drac again. She does. She's realized since her marriage the true nature of her feelings for her prince. I love that line where she's like, now that I'm a married woman, I understand what it is I was feeling. And it's like, Come on. Like, I was in middle school once. Like, I was significantly less naive about my interest in Gary Oldman than you are being about your interest in Gary Oldman now, you grown-ass woman. So disappointing. It's the worst. It's the worst. So anyway, she is secretly praying to see him again, and spoiler alert, she's gonna get her wish. Um, So where does it kind of... What's the order like from there? I like when they first get there, when when uh, Mina's saying how London is cold without mm-hmm. you know Lucy here, but perhaps I'll see my prince and mm-hmm. all of that. Harker sees him and is oh, like, right. "That guy, that guy," and they're like, "It's okay, it's okay, sit yep. down." Yeah. Oh, his hair is gray now. His, yes, <laughs> kind of gray. Kind of gray. The far, the front is gray, but yep. the back is still black for for now. For now. Um, I yeah, I think it's time to, to... Go after him. Yeah, they start so wrecking up crates. Yeah, they're going around, because now that Harker's back, they have the, the location of his crates, because he sold them the property. So they're going around, and, and they're 
wrecking all of his his crates of earth. And and, and in this one, they don't just, like, tuck a holy, like, communion wafer in there. Instead, Anthony Hopkins waves this bottle of holy water around in the most most, uh, theatrical gesture ever and starts yelling in Latin, you know, because this is the movie. And and it's beautiful. It's very beautiful. Um, yeah, so this is when they really go on the chase, and then it kind of just, like, builds until, um, until Mina gets... She gets, she gets got. But she, she gets got, it. but she, I, I think gets got is almost a bad term for what happens to her, because she wants it so bad that she... She, like, insists upon it. Yeah, yes. Um, so she ends up meeting up with Dracula, and, um, and they're, like making out wicked hard and she's like she's like I was afraid I would never feel your touch again and all this really kind of you're married now um kind of stuff and um well he just like magically appears in bed with her yeah like I guess and they're they're going at it and then she's like I want you to make me what you are and he's like Well, he starts to, and then he's like, oh, oh, right. so wait. He, so he bites her neck, and he's like, you get that crunch? Mm-hmm. It's very good. And she's, like, screaming, and he's, like, into it. And That's screaming, like, oh, no. like No, it's no, not that not, kind oh, of no, screaming. Not, oh, no. I should make very clear when I say screaming that she's also into it, but, it, yeah. So... It's intense. So she's, like, she's getting bit on, and then he does the thing where she's, like, she's, like, I want to, like, you know, I want to, whatever, I don't want to be apart from you forever, whatever. And so he cuts his own chest open with his fingernails, and she goes to, like, drink his blood, and this is when he's, like, I can't. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't can't curse you like this. But it's also one of the most porny kind of scenes. Yeah. More so, I think, even than than the werewolf, where it's like, it's softcore because you're like, okay, you know, there's like bits fit together when people are in that position. But this is like a shot from like over his shoulder as she's like, Open mouth staring up at him, uh, like yeah. If and you then, like, to down- our introductory episode, when I said that there's always a scene where <laughs> Dracula turns the woman into a vampire, and he and they drink each other's blood, and it ranges from suggestively explicit to softcore porn. This one's far in that camp. This one is like, this is you don't. If you are looking for a movie to watch with your parents, and you don't want to have to accidentally make eye contact with someone during this like don't watch this one because it's like it's it's very sexual it is so yeah there's this really porny shot of her like drinking his blood from the cut and then he kind of stops her and he's like i can't doom you to this half-life walking in the shadow of death and then he does this like i love you too much and it's so good like, it's very good. It's, it's very good. It's very compelling. He loves her too much. And then she looks at him and she's like, no, no, no. This is no, what I want. Like, like, I want this. Um, I forget exactly what she says because it doesn't, like. It doesn't. Sound. Because I, when Gary Oldman talks, I scrunch to the edge of my seat and I'm like, yes. But when Winona Ryder talks, I'm like, I'm sure this fits into the plot yeah. somehow. This is fine. Um, so anyway, she's like, she's like, no, this is what I want. Yeah, so Just now let me like rolling around. So blood she, drinking. Yeah, so she's drinking his blood and they're obviously locked in something extremely sexual when 
Everyone barges in. Everyone Just barges everyone. in, led by Jonathan Harker in the very front, and she turns around, covered from underneath her nose to the top of her nightgown in blood, with her hair just, like, everywhere, and, like... But, so he's not there, though. Like, Dracula's no, not Dracula's there. Not so there. she's just, like, kneeling on her bed as if she was practicing making out with the air. Like, her arms all wrapped around nothing. And just, like... Covered in like, blood. Like, faces... Like, like, making... Pretending to make out with the air face. Because it's what she's doing. Yeah. And everyone just walks in. A person. Yeah. Running in. <laughs> like... Oops. And her hair is just like everywhere and her nightgown's all fucked up and she's covered in blood and she's like, oh. And then you see, you see the viewer see, but the boy army doesn't see this, Dracula as Beast Batman hanging from the ceiling and he kind of swoops out the window over their heads. That was earlier. You sure? That was earlier when they're all in the, um, in the abbey. When they see him there, he yells at them about what their god has done to him, and how he's Oh, this is that scene. Okay. And then he turns into a pile of rats. Yes, you're right. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, so so he's like... But he is in but it's because But it's because Van Helsing tries to, like, hit him with that crucifix, and he sets it on fire and is like, yes. Look at what your god has made me! I who served the cross! And shit. And it's like... And the weird he, bat form is weird, too, because he's got, like, yeah. little human arms. But he's supposed to be like bat arms yeah, and a weird bat face, a weird monster bat face. The nose. Yeah, it's a little bat nose. We're squishing up our noses like yeah, little bats. Yeah, little bat nose. Um, and like all all spiky teeth. Pile of rats. And pile of collapsing rats. Collapses into a pile of rats and they run out. And this is when they really track him down. They chase the lax crate of Earth and. Dracula to Transylvania where he's trying to escape to and they've got the upper hand because he took a boat and they're taking a train so they're hoping to head him off and Mina kind of has like a psychic link to him now that she's consumed his blood so she's kind of being like I can tell he's coming and this mm-hmm. and that and she's also um, getting a little vampire loopy with like constantly tearing at her clothes you know yeah she's got the vampire do. thing where she's like thrashing around and getting a tit out like for some reason they always do in this movie <laughs> <laughs> There's just all, and it's the same one. I feel it, like I think it's it's mostly Lucy with one with just her right, one, just with, no, her, one, her left, her left one tit out. <laughs> Get that vampire titty out, girl. I'm an idiot. Okay, so 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 yeah. So Mina's getting all vampired, and and this is when they kind of chase him to Transylvania, and then they they split the group up at this point. So we get Mina and Van Helsing going to the castle to wait for him there, just in case. And the boy army um, chases the cart, the caravan that's carrying his earth from where and the him. boat lands. They go to the where the boat lands, right? Um, so while they are kind of working on that project, that's when Mina and Van Helsing are spending the night camping outside, and that's when Mina comes on to Van Helsing in a ruse to try and bite him, which I always find a very uncomfortable scene. Yeah, like, why is he, why does he even think that's even, yeah. like, you're, like, you've already been around vampire bitches, you yeah, know. Yeah, like, he saw Lucy when she was, like, just throwing herself at everyone Lovely. in her vampire thrall, and so Mina's, like, pulling her 
front of her dress down and being like, I know Lucy secretly had desires for you. And and then and then Van Helsing goes for it. And this makes me so mad. He's I thought like he was going like, to sneak in and, and do He's something. too smart for this. It makes me mad. Maybe he just wanted to get a little smooch on. Why, I guess why not? I'm like, eh, why not, though? I got this under control. She's not that big. That's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. But then she also gets a communion wafer to the floor. Yeah, so, so he gets it. So he gets like one kiss in on Mina before she goes for the throw, and then he kind of, he kind of throws her off, and then he grabs this communion wafer out of his pocket, and I'm I'm burning her head with my thumb with a communion wafer again, um, but so he yeah. pops it on her forehead this with his thumb, and this is just this is just it oh, all the time, yep. and so she gets this like <laughs> half circular like burn in her head where it burns her, but it kind of startles her out of her like vampire fugue, and then he like makes a circle of fire around her and is like we're safe in the circle, mm-hmm. and then the three vampire women are there, and then it's dawn. They go in the castle. They kill the vampire women. The three sisters that fucked Harker that yeah. had a weird imp- implied vampire orgy with Harker cause they're also the part where they, they show like all four of them all like flailed all over each other and he's like they drink my blood and keep me too weak to leave but yeah. I'll try again in the morning yeah Van Helsing kills the three of them though while they're yes. asleep cause they're yes. the only vampires that sleep during the day apparently so he he kills the three vampire women, and this is when the boy army is, like, having a gunfight with the quote-unquote, this is not a term I sanction the use of, but the quote-unquote gypsies, which are transporting, transporting Dracula's last crate of earth and Dracula back to the castle. So they're chasing them on horses and shooting at them, and they're falling, and they're shooting, and then finally there's this big showdown with Dracula, um, Quincy gets got. Yep. He gets stabbed. Or shot? One or the other. Quincy gets fatally wounded at any rate, and, um, Harker cuts Dracula's throat, and Quincy stabs him in the chest, and, but he's still, like, a little bit alive. And then Mina, like, takes for, him into the castle with yeah, her. Yeah, I don't... And for some reason, Harker stops them from killing him the rest of the way, and he's like, this part was ours. Now she has to do this. And Which it makes no sense. I don't understand what's They're happening. They're like, this all is right, like, I know my, my wife wants to bone this dude. Yeah, this is we a big departure. Him a little, but let's let them go off alone together. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. We'll do, that's good. Yeah. Nothing bad could ever happen. So they go into the castle and have kind of this moment where she kind of has this little narrative where she's like, and I realized that like, my love could save both of us and whatever. And, and so he finally is like, give me peace. And she jams the sword the rest of the way through him. And, and, and her burn immediately disappears from the communion wafer from her head. And Dracula turns young again, and she sees him as the young man, and she's all like... Oh, because he's been in, like, bat form. Yeah, he's been weird beast man for quite some time. Yeah, and she even was, like, crying and, and smooching on him when he Smooching was... on beast man. Yep. Dang, girl. Mm-hmm. Dang, girl, you got it bad. <laughs> but the thing that weirds me out about this is this whole time she's been referring to him as, like, my love, and, and talking about how their love is eternal, and all this stuff... And, like, you just got to imagine she's going to go home with Harker after this. And it's just like, fuck. Her feelings for him are so lukewarm compared to the way that she's talked about Dracula this whole time. So that's pretty much the end. So so Dracula dies and she's fine. And they don't do, like, an epilogue, like, in the book or anything like that. It's just the end of it. 
Um, but the only, only bad part of acting, um, from yeah, Gary Oldman is yeah. this death scene, where he's just like, st- you know, you know what's coming. You know he's gonna die. He's gonna be some kind of becoming dead face that happens, and so he's staring like, like he's on his back. He's staring like straight up at the ceiling, and then to show that he has ceased to be, he just he doesn't roll his eyes back into his head. He just looks up, <laughs> like, quickly. Like It's what? very weird. And I, I was like, oh, he's going to get up? What's it's happening very weird. Here? It's a very weird choice. There are so many choices in that movie that I said out loud while we were watching it. Like, that's a weird choice. Like, all the time. Almost as often as I said, I can't even with this fucking movie! Which I said about 150 times. Pretty much every time they zoomed in on Keanu's face, I yelled, I can't even with this fucking movie. But it's weird because there were so many other times that I audibly said out loud, like, turned and said, yes, 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 more of this. Thank you. Because, like, it's visually, visually, it's, like, the most beautiful movie I've ever seen. It's, it's like, great. It's perfect. It's like, weird, it's, but. It's this weird, It's, like, weird, but it makes gothic, sense. Like, it's not senseless weird. It's, like, yeah. art weird. And the costumes, like, so much of the time, like, as, like, thinking about the armor and the Elizabethan collar, they're not, like, period costumes exactly, but somehow they're just, like, perfect like visually it's perfect and like and like when lucy's wearing that weird red thing uh, in the scene where um she bangs the the beast man in the garden like she's wearing this very racy kind of red like gauze thing and it's not victorian no one would have made or manufactured or owned this in the victorian era even in their secret marital times <laughs> um but it's just, it works for, like, the kind of tone and the mood and, like, just the visual effects and the costumes and the sound and, like, everything about this movie is just so unique and so artful and so lush. And then so much of the acting is such fucking garbage. It's so weird. It's such a weird effect. Because you go from being, like... You know, there are even scenes, and this is what I was saying, where I kind of come around on Winona Ryder a little bit. There are scenes between her and Dracula where I'm, like, legitimately, like, touch. I'm, like, feeling it, and I'm, like, rooting for them. And I'm, like, yes, please, Harker, get in a mining accident. Thank you so that Mina can just give this up. Because, like... That acting is very good, and it's, like, very tender. Yeah, you don't get any feeling of that from... um, Keanu and, and no, her and like, Harker. They're, there's they're nothing. They don't like. Right, right. It comes off as kind of like this, like status quo. Like she's marrying him because it's the right thing to mm-hmm. do. But there's like a kind of arranged marriage feeling, where like you don't hate the person, and you're right. like, okay, it could He's be a, a nice lot dude worse. And, and I owe nice. him to be and, good to him, and, and I think she she calls him things like I like. Oh, what did she say? Like wholesome or. Yeah, steadfast yeah. or something. Steadfast is about right. Um, so it's not. It does, it's not really I, the, the end, type of emotion. Kind of deserve each other because they both banged vampires they outside did. of the relationship. But, but no, it's just like it's the only. So in the book and in I would say like almost every other portrayal I've ever seen, 
Dracula goes after these women, and it's there, there's a sexual thing for sure, but there's never a romantic thing. Mm-hmm. I think this is the only time I've ever seen Dracula as a romantic lead, and, like, oh, I love it. Like, that's I really think that's good. why this one gets me so right, because, like, I... I just love it like I eat it up and the and you know you know it's all boiling up to that moment where he tries not to turn her into a vampire and you're like oh you're so good but you're so bad and evil and it's just it's very good it's the only time that Dracula I think gets to be romantic lead instead of just predator and he doesn't lose the predator thing he killed Lucy oh we didn't talk about <laughs> so there's this moment where when they're making out before he bites her neck and before he cuts his chest and makes her drink the blood during that sort of end scene where she's like make me like you she figures out that it's him that killed Lucy because she's like oh. what are you and he's like I am the beast that everyone hates I am Draculia and, oh, so she's you like know. sitting on the bed like facing him and he was facing her but he he turns and so he's kind of like like leaning over a, l- a little bit, so his like his back is exposed to her, and she just and he explains, goes and like, she goes, "Oh my god!" And she realizes that he killed Lucy, and then and she starts doing this like ineffectual, awkward punching of him, where like if you imagine like a toddler yes, who's having exactly. a tantrum, trying to hit an adult, and they know they're not really gonna hurt them, but they're still just kind of flailing their fists and slapping and hitting yeah. him, and Dracula's not really. He's not affected by this in almost any way. He's just sad to have to confess to Mina that this is like... So you get that he's emotional, but he almost doesn't even notice that she's just kind of beating on him in this weird, ineffectual way. Yeah, and if anything, the beating just kind of is an excuse for them to be closer because then he finally oh, right. he like turns around and she's more like beating around and then they're, they're just making again. out again yeah because yeah. she she and then she says something kind of like half muffled about how she has to admit that she loves him anyway and and she's like god help me but i do you know um, and this, to me, is when, like, you kind of get a sense that maybe, like, the the reincarnation angle is what they were going for, like, that it's this faded kind of mm-hmm. thing. But, yeah, it's such a weird movie for me because I, there's so much that I just love about it and there's so much that I just hate about it. I can't think of another movie that I have such strong feelings <laughs> in both directions for. It could... It could be my favorite movie. Like, it could, it could be. be my favorite it could. movie. It but could. But it's not because it's not good. But, it like, it... Come so close. It does come so close. It's like, yeah, I don't... Yeah. And there are other vampire movies that I do, like, a lot, but... Yeah. It's just... It's such a polarizing feeling. Yeah, and it's it's kind of weird to have this one, despite how bad it is, kind of above Interview with the Vampire is, like, attached to that movie as right, I also Right, am. right, right. Although but, that... And that also some, has problems. Yeah, like, for sure. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Why? I don't understand. Anyway, that's a different, that's a different cast. Yeah, still, despite all of, all of the shots. I don't know. It's got a lot of unique stuff going for it. If you haven't seen this movie, you can pick it up. I think I got my DVD of it for like $5 on Amazon. It's mm-hmm. really not expensive. I'm sure it's streaming out and about in the world and you can get it really cheaply. And I really recommend like all of the drawbacks that we've talked about. Um, I would say overall, it's still a movie I enjoy watching. Absolutely. 
Um, you know, and, and, and part of the reason that I get so tortured about what's bad about it is because what's good about it is so good. And I totally think it's still worth a watch and, and I would definitely recommend it overall. Um, it's one of the most interesting Dracula movies that there is. I, I think part of me was a little bit hesitant to start with this movie because... It's like we're blowing our load early. Exactly. We're just shooting our wad so early. But we because wanted it's such to a, watch it. It's such a remarkable movie, but we had to get it out of the way because we couldn't stop referencing it and talking about it. And it was just like every episode was going to be about this movie until we did this movie. So mm-hmm. we had to just get it out of the way. That's how like big it is for, for both of us and, yep. and for, I think, a lot of people who are into Dracula. So... This episode has run super long, and, and, and there's a chance I'll, I'll edit out a little bit of it, but it's probably going to end up being a long episode, and we really appreciate you uh, sticking with us. I think if you've seen this movie, or if you go out and watch this movie before you listen to it, you'll understand why we just <laughs> couldn't Can't make contain it ourselves. short yeah, when we talk about this, because it's just such a fucking movie, you know? Um but yeah, definitely check it out, and we really appreciate you if you have listened to to this whole ep, and if you um, if you're into Dracula and you're into what we're doing, you know, um, just I guess uh, you know, thanks a lot. Yeah. Anything you want to add? No, thanks. All right, and, uh, and until until next time, I'm not gonna do it. You're not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. How about you, Sue? Uh, the children of the night. What sweet music. Damn these vampires For what they've done to me